Hello and welcome to the Meet the Expert series of the Talking Logs Week Logsuit podcast. I am your host, Adi Balogu, and this episode is produced by Savage Media. In today's episode, we are joined by Chiaka Michael Oguna, a natural hair practitioner, a loctician, lock critic, who is running a personalized lock talent for women in Lagos. Today, we're going to have a pair-to-pair conversation as lock experts. This is a long one, so grab some popcorn and get ready for this awesome, juiceful and info-packed conversation. And without further ado, let's get into it. And go. Hi Chiaka, welcome to the Meet the Experts series of the Talking Lock with Lockitudes podcast. It's a big pleasure to have you on and I'm really excited to have you on um, Loctician to Loctician. But before we start, can you please tell our listeners a little bit about yourself? Oh, thank you, Adi, for inviting me. And to tell you the truth, when you actually shouted me to come on this podcast, I was like, come, am I an expert? <laughs> then I have to go and look for the definition of expert. I said, okay, I think I fit in here. Okay, <laughs> Hi, everyone. Okay, so my, my name is Chiata Michael Obuna, and um, I'm a natural hair practitioner. And I say that because I... I have a total knowledge. I have a knowledge of so many things that has to do with natural hair. But I specialize. My heart beats for locks, and I do that effortlessly in my roles as a loctician, in my role as a locks educator, and in my role as a locks critic. So basically, everything I project myself to be, be it on social media or physically, online, offline, it always has to do with having people more in tune with their decision to have their natural hair as locks. My target audience are basically women. This is not to say I'm not open to having men that can benefit from what I have to share, but basically women. So I am out to help women embrace and enjoy their choice to have their natural hair as locks. I am Lagos-based as a loctician and I run a personalized salon here in Lagos, catering to women of all ages and strata. I I do my best to maintain all reasonable holistic practices that would help locks thrive as much as possible. And when it comes to my part as a locks educator and a locks critic, I feature, I express myself clearly on all social media platforms that I'm active on. Mm-hmm. as much content that centers around rights, education, information about locks. Spanning, spanning, spanning from my experience as a lockhead mm-hmm. and as a loctician, being that I've had locks for close to 15 years, I'll be 15 years locked in December 2021, yes. So I have the experience as having carried locks myself and then having handled so many types of locks as a loctician. I mean, I think I should... Everyone should listen to me somewhat, mm-hmm. what I have to say. So I'm, 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 I'm good on both sides as a lockhead and a loctician, yeah. Okay. So I think that's basically what I'm about. Then, of course, I'm a mother of two boys, age 17 and 13. Oof. Um, 
Yeah. I have a long way to catch up when it comes to that one. <laughs> <laughs> you will get there. How you get there? You tell your own story as well. Okay. All right. Awesome. I'm really happy to have you on. And um, like I was saying in our first field attempts at the beginning of the recording, um, that um, people might find this weird because most times people don't want to cooperate or collaborate in within the same industry. But I've had um, a really pleasant experience collaborating within the hair care industry in Nigeria. I feel like there's a sisterhood and I'm really happy that you agreed to do this with me. And I'm excited to see where the conversation goes and how we're able to at least help our listeners and how they kind of think of what a loctician is. So first of all, um, um, I think there's going to be a lot of back and forth in this. And please feel free to ask me questions when... We, you know, we might not agree or agree or if there's anything you're pondering as well. So let's not okay. look at it as an interview, interviewer um, um, podcast. So I think the, the first place I would like to go is my own personal experience. That's not my locks. And when I said my locks um, 11 and a half years there about ago, I definitely wasn't oh. a loctician. I did not know anything about locks. And um, the first place I went to was somewhere in Ikeja in Lagos. And um, they had mixed coffee and toothpaste. They didn't let me know what it was. They had put it in my hair. Um, I, my hair, nobody really advised me on what to expect. So when they told me they were done, you know, my hair was just kind of like off. I was like, is this it? You know, I, but I couldn't even really say anything because they were supposed to be the experts. My hair could not dry because there was paste wow. in it. Um, my entire pillowcases kind of were sold with uh, brown liquid, which at the time I didn't know what, what it was. So it was so, so confusing. And even though that sounds like a very long time ago, I'm still hearing that people are still having similar experiences. So I think yeah. my first question to you is that if you want to lock your hair, how do you even start to know what a good loctician is? Where do you even go? <laughs> And the way that as you are relaying your experience is just so similar to my own experience. And that's, we're talking about 14 and a half years ago. Yours just, it was never like, you would have thought things would have gotten better. But <laughs> it's just somewhat the same thing because basically I too went through the same thing you went through. I was just um, at the mercy of people that really don't, didn't know what they were doing. And, but then who was I to complain? I didn't know anything either. Mm-hmm. So I too went through that process of having to be severely tortured, all in the name of locks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mine, I had the incident of, um, I had grown my hair. I mean, I, I imagined that I wanted long locks. The only exposure I had to locks were Whoopi Goldberg, Lisa Bonet, um, um, what's her name, Lauren Hill, and all that. So I knew I wanted them long, and I had, I, I was transitioning from perm hair, and I, I had my hair woven, um, fixed, woven, just to have the new growth come out and then I'm ready to go. And I go to the salon and this guy says, ah, madam, your hair is too long. Mm-hmm. We have to cut it. And he cuts my hair. I just saw my <laughs> sofa. All the things I saw, all the, all the headaches I had growing this hair. Because I mean, I had, I had the typical 4C hair, tightly curled hair, African hair, all on the floor. And I'm like, what? And then he brings out the sponge and he brings out this concussion, just like you. And he rubbed my hair, rubbed my hair. In fact, I had my <laughs> I said, is this it? It is, and then I looked at the bureau, I didn't see anything. I imagined I would see locks instantly. I just saw myself with sprouts of things, of standing with no definition, nothing. So going back to your question, 
anybody <laughs> at this time. I mean, we had the excuse then that there wasn't there was this other information out there mm-hmm. on the internet and all that. But I believe nobody should have that excuse now because there's so much information. No matter how inconsistent, I mean, everyone has an opinion about how love should be handled or started or anything. But there, I believe some 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 typical issues will be will, will cut across everybody's opinion about how love should be started. So I think everyone should do a research mm-hmm. first on what you want. First, identify what locks are because everyone has an idea of what locks are. Some people these days, some people go as far as saying they want temporary locks. I'm like, what's that? Mm. Find out what locks are. Be sure it's something that fits into your lifestyle. It fits into your your personality because I mean, locks. I mean, way back we had to defend or constantly defend why we had locks. Mm-hmm. Like, it wasn't popular like that. I mean, who was the the only person that had uh, what's her name? Dakori was the person that had locks. Yep. Yeah. So I don't know how she survived. I wish you would have her on board to speak about her experience back then. From, from back then. Was, <laughs> exactly. But I mean, you 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 have to understand whether it fits into your, your profile as a person. If it's something you can actually have on and not feel like you have to explain yourself or feel inhibited, you don't have to feel like you're you're standing out or you're odd. So you have to embrace it and say, okay, this is what I want. First, be sure it's what you want. And you have to desire it. You're not just wanting it for the short term. You want to go the long haul. If you haven't thought of the fact that, oh, what will happen if I can't fix a weave on my hair? What will happen if I can't change my look? Will I be okay with it? If you can't get those questions kicked out, we enter into trouble. So you're researching about locks. You're researching, you're checking within yourself if it's something you can actually carry on. I always tell people, look, locks are not a, a hairstyle. Don't call it a hairstyle. I hate when I hear that locks are being called a hair. I mean, in my opinion, my own opinion, a hairstyle is something you, you have in temporarily and you're going to take down. If you mm-hmm. have locks and you're styling it, then you can still have a hairstyle. Mm-hmm. But no one should term locks as a hairstyle because it's something long-term. It's not short-term. You don't take it down. It's not something, oh, I'm tired and I'm losing it like after two weeks or two months. So it's not a hairstyle. Mm-hmm. So you're checking, you're, you're finding out how you want your locks to look. How can these locks be created? The honest truth is that when it comes to starting up locks, a lot of people are not certain about it. In fact, in Lagos here, and I'm just in Nigeria because I have had the privilege of experiencing, I think in 2016, 2017, I had something like, I went on a tour of Nigeria so much. I was traveling around and I can say that everywhere in Nigeria, there's just one specific technique. Everyone believes locks can be started. And that is not true. So your research is, you're finding out how you want your locks to look. How can it be achieved? What techniques are you going to use? And then you're going to have to look for that person that can deliver what you want. That person you know, you can actually sit down and speak to, and the person is speaking your lingo. The person knows what you want. The person can actually assess your desires and then interpret them in the kind of locks you want. Because everyone claims to know this thing. Yeah. Yeah. So with that person, I mean, I say that locks is a relationship. Having locks is a relationship. And if that your person, you, I don't want to use the term loctician because these days it's abused. So let me just say the locks stylist or locks practitioner. Let me, I don't know. Let's just say that person that will start your locks. I mean, your sister will start your locks. She should be able to understand what you want and interpret them to what it's going to be. And if you can't find that person, please don't start. If I don't get it how people can be in a locality, they can't find someone that can clearly say, I'm a loctician and they start their locks. So why would you do that? Why do you want to put yourself under stress? You don't have somebody that you can say, okay, this person does. Hopefully, the person is going to do a good job. Let him just be there. You don't have that. I mean, there should be somebody that will start it up. There should be someone that is knowledgeable enough to interpret everything in terms of techniques, sectioning, and all that. 
And then, yeah. of course, you've already figured it out for yourself that you want not. And then the rest of it is, and then accepting that, look, this is a process. This is not something that is one of. You're going to go through stages of, mm-hmm. uh, of development, stages of, of, of understanding. You're going to have to be flexible to accepting everything that comes but that if you're not sure why you want loss, you're going to find yourself stumbling along the way. And before you know, you have people having ideas and they're fit. You're just filtering so many things and you're confused and then you're frustrated and before you know it, pop, it's all over. So you're, you're confident you want loss. You're finding out the right person to do it for you. You're knowledgeable about what exactly you want and the way to state it exactly. You don't let anybody... Look, doctors, yes, you go to doctors for, the, for them to, to have, know what to do. But do you know that you can actually Google something and tell some doctors that, look, I don't think this will work out for me. It happens this day, we have information everywhere. So why would you think because somebody is a logician, that means the person knows it all. You have to go armed with your own level of information so that you don't get bamboozled with a logician that really doesn't know what he's doing. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I completely... Yeah, I, I totally, I totally agree with what you, everything you have just said. That it is on you to kind of do the research, and I think you know we all have like a inbuilt gauge as to be able to get someone to convince you. You can tell when someone knows their onions. You should have your questions, you know, because you can get all sorts of information from the internet, and it is worth it to have you know somebody who is an expert be able to break it down to you and say, okay, this is what this means. That is what that means. This is what exactly. will be suitable for you, and et cetera, et cetera. So that's the best, best way to actually, um, the best way to be able to um, achieve locks. So, sorry, um, then again, you remember that there are people that think, especially those that are in that I mean, that approach, they think they will want to go the DIY option. Yes. I'm always very skeptical about that. I always say, look, your foundation is key. When it comes to starting dogs and DIY, I'm telling you, there's some level of you, you won't get it right. It's I don't know. I've not. I'm yet to see someone that did DIY right. I'm not even just talking about starting the. I mean, having the lock sprout out eventually. I'm talking about the sectioning every other part of the foundation. Yeah. DIY, I would think those that would opt for the DIY option, which of course DIY means do it yourself. Mm-hmm. If you opt for that, I would think it should go against that. They have a professional start it off, set the right foundation for you and then you can continue thereafter. Nobody will go the go uh, to your neck thereafter. Well, I, I see your point. I, I, see your, I see your point with starting off with somebody that actually does have um, a good knowledge of what they're doing and getting you to, getting to section the hair exactly how you want it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think in my own practice, I personally try and allow room for, because you meet all sorts of people and you kind of have to understand what they're trying to achieve with their locks. You know, I have met people who have come to me and what they really want is free from locks. And I have to explain to them that, look, you don't need me. You just need to stop combing your hair. Wash your hair, make sure it's clean, make sure you condition it. But you don't need to come to the salon for me to touch your hair, except maybe you want a special intense wash because I'm not going to retwist your hair because that's not what you want. So I think it, it depends. If you want traditional locks at the very least, then you should actually start with a third party that knows what they are doing. Now, I want to take the okay. conversation. I, 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 think that's, I think that's where, okay, sorry, that's where I have to be clear on what I represent. Mm-hmm. Because now you mentioned the freeform part, I am totally... I'm all about cultivated locks, right? Mm-hmm. So that's what informs everything I say. It has to do with having cultivated locks. So free form locks are not in my terrain right. at all. Right, yeah. right. So cool. 
Okay, so now speaking about traditional locks, even though I do have a few clients that have free-form locks and all types of locks, and some of them, I, I know my limits of what I'm willing to do because in my head, locks are locks. So if you come with sister locks, I can tell you what I can do for you. If you want micro locks, I can tell you what I can do for you. And I'm usually very honest in my practice as to what I'm comfortable doing and what makes sense to me as a loctician. Um, but talking about traditional locks, which I still think, I know sister locks, micro locks have caught on now. That's the rave of yeah. this moment. Um, but traditional locks are often the most common. And right now, there's the instant locks, there's the comb coils method, there's the two-strand twist method, there's the interlocking method. There's all sorts of ways that people can achieve um, locks. As a loxician, do you have a personal favorite me method and why? <laughs> I do. That's a, that's a right thing goes with my mood. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, see, with, with, with experience, at the beginning I thought I had a favorite, but mm -hmm. I've come to realize that favorite changes with the person itself, mm -hmm. with, the hair I'm, with the hair I'm dealing with. So, But honestly, if I'm going to say, because in my opinion, Every locking technique has its pros and its cons. So basically, you are out to choose that which favors you the most. Because where you gain here, you, you lose on the other one. And, I mean, there's no perfect um, te locking technique. But I would say that starting your locks with comb curls and maintaining them with palm rolling gives the perfect locks. It gives, when I say perfect locks, I'm talking about structure. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about texture. I'm talking about appearance. So, starting with comb curls because comb curls will give a kind of uni uniformity along the shaft of the head, the locks. So, and then maintain the palm rolling. If done properly and without, I mean, I mean, if done, if done properly, you get the best kind of lock because it gives room to expand. Mm -hmm. It's not restricted to a certain um, stiff um, um, structure mm -hmm. like that. So. Uh, but then again, in respect, in respect of that, I see it as the best technique to actually make what I define as the best kind of lock. It may not just all go well with some hair textures. Mm -hmm. And so I don't impose it on anybody. I mm -hmm. can, the best I can do will tell you, okay, look, I think this would work better for your hair texture, mm -hmm. your hair density, and your lifestyle. But if you insist on having this for this so-and-so reason, I'm open to, I just tell you the, um, because everything has a repercussion and yes, everything has where you are going to have to say, oh, did I really make the right decision? So I'm telling you, I'm guiding you. I'm not imposing on my 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 ideology on you, but I'm telling you, okay, this is what I think is best. But if you think you this is what you're going to get, if you choose this, I hope you're ready for it. And if you say, well, I mean, I move on. Hmm. Yeah, awesome, awesome. I, I also agree with you. So my perspective, like I would say almost in... 80 to 90% of the cases, we start locks um, with the comb twist and continue with the palm rolling. And for that same reason, I feel like your hair, <coughs> in my experience too, excuse me, your hair tends to have the fullest version, like the most robust, yeah. luscious version of itself oh, yeah. in that form yeah. of locks. So I, I'm kind of happy that we agreed to that. And, and then there's the flexibility. It allows for easy I mean, flexibility. Mm -hmm. If you're one that is keen on styling and all that, I mean, it gives, it's just awesome. It's just, it's just about the best. Yeah, <laughs> I do like it. So um, when I started uh, my business about six years ago, uh, there were 
different method that you already had, but I think it was mostly about win, win, winning. The word when you win, win, W-E-A-N, that word. When <laughs> you're yeah. winning people off bad practices, like bad products, like wax, heavy products, um, coffee and toothpaste, and all sorts of things. And just trying to get, because I, I, I felt like most of the clients I, were, I was experiencing, they outsource their hair care to whoever is doing their hair, whether the person is an expert or not, they don't care. They just want to sit in the chair and look in the mirror and they want the hair to look good. So most people didn't used to care about what is going into their hair, how they should take care of their hair for the 29 days you don't see them until the one day they come in month. Um, so I think that most of the work was in educating really the client to say, why are you putting wax in your hair? That thing is only going to solidify. Your hair is going to be hard, like kakaraka, like cement in the end. I've experienced this because some locticians or some lock stylists or lock whatever used wax in my hair at some point. So now that a lot of that, at least most people, or a lot of people I'm personally seeing, at least are coming with some basic knowledge. And when you explain yeah. some things, and because you're also starting, because I think in the beginning of my business, I was winning some customers that already had stylists. So I had to be, there was a lot of education going on at that point. So a lot of the new clients are people who are just starting from, from, from the get-go. Um, now, I think the education is really about these types of methods of locks. And the rave is instant locks. Everybody yeah. wants to sit down in your chair and live with locks. If someone wants to call you with relaxed hair and live with locks, um, yeah. what is your take on instant locks? It's a blessing and a curse. <laughs> <laughs> well said. Well yeah. said. Okay. So, so just this morning, my morning client today, I actually, I had I, I I I used instant locks on her hair, and the basic reason I used it was because okay, she's based in. Um, Inland, so she's she she handles her hair herself, and so she's she's in my seat, and she has this long length of new growth that I know that can roll in. She got she's just left her hair for a, a long while. She's not done anything, so I know that pan rolling will just frustrate the hair. And so I told her, look, I know you usually do pan rolling, but I'm going to have to use instant lock, which is also known as the crochet method. Mm -hmm. I'm going to use this on your hair. And this is the reason I'm using this. And this is how your hair would feel as compared to how you're used to it feeling. Instant lock is a blessing because the honest truth is I, it's, it's, the, it's the technique I use on my own locks. I have used instant locks on my locks for a year and a half now. And it became more useful to me, more relevant or more suitable for my hair because I merged my locks to make them bigger. So with them being bigger, the honest truth is that Panrolling would try your patience if you have bigger locks. Mm -hmm. So I just had to give up on panrolling and went on to instant locks, and I'm loving it. But unfortunately, instant locks is like every other technique. It would work for some people. It would not work for the others. But I would not want anyone going for instant lock because you just don't want to. Everybody wants to escape the, um, in quotes, um, ugly stage, as they, as they mm -hmm. say they, want, they don't want to go to the body. They don't, they don't want to go to the person. They just want to just jump. They want to be a baby today and tomorrow. They are driving a, a, a Lexus. They want to drive. They want to mm -hmm. And I need them to... I, I, education is key in anything you're having to apply to, to anybody, be technical or whatever. 
I would let anybody that is because I have people that just want to just start off Insta Lock, and I don't budge. Especially if their hair is good, they, they have the lens to go for. I mean, Insta Lock has a way of taking in, of stealing in lens, stealing lens. You're, 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 you're fast tracking the process. What paroling would achieve in one year? You're going to achieve it in a month. Mm-hmm. So it's it has its back draws, especially if you're not somebody. Okay, if if you're someone like not so patient, no problem. But what will happen thereafter? Because it's one thing starting, I always there's a locking technique, there's a maintenance technique. What happens after? I've had people that have done instant locks on. And they come later, I said, no, I think I want to revert to Pamboli. And I'll say, why? They said, eh, they don't like how stiff it feels. And mm-hmm. yeah, instant lock has that stiffness attached to it because it's, it's man made. Mm-hmm. We are enforcing, we're trying to force the process mm-hmm. to happen overnight. So you're either doing too much or you're doing too little. So. Right. Or like pamboling that just goes through the process. Your hair is just doing its thing. Instant look, we are telling you this is how we want to do this. Stay here, stay here. I mean, it doesn't allow for that flexibility. If you're, it doesn't allow for that flexibility. Pamboling will give you. I would say, look, if you're one, I'm not keen on styling. I don't style my locks. I love dropping down. Worst case scenario, I do a tuck in or something. I've recently cut my locks very short, <laughs> <laughs> but then I'm, I'm, I'm not keen on styling. So I'm telling you. If you're keen on styling, please, instant lock would not allow that flexibility that I'm building. Mm. So don't, if you're keen on it, don't do that. But if I have, I have clients that just want to drop there, just go for instant lock, no problem. Because it, it, it adds a bulk to your, your, your locks. It, it adds a certain bulk. The, the, the wideness you have, the, the, the diameter you have with pamboling, instant, instant lock will make it bigger mm. and more dense mm. within the matrix of the locks. So instant lock is a is a cost when you start it off with the wrong the wrongest length of your hair is too short. I understand. Unless you're one person that just wants to stand in. There's yeah. a technique to having because most times you see instant lock, even if you have to just standing like I see. Yeah. <laughs> like we're just standing. Because of it, it gives a firmness to the to the base that yeah. doesn't allow for flexibility to like but then there's a technique to letting it lie. Most people would do find the bottom. I find it very outrageous. But is their call. Instant lock is good if you're one person that doesn't. I think it should, it should be much more than. It should be much more than that because it has its own drawbacks. You can't style as you want. You have that thickness that doesn't allow for flexibility. You, but the beautiful thing like to do, it, it doesn't get to unravel. That's what I see. Everyone that goes for locks, I don't know why they go for locks. I don't want it to unravel, so they go for instant locks. Because yeah. once it's done well, I mean, you go into water. Unless you go and do, you apparently use a detangling substance, it would not budge. It will not. It doesn't mean it's mature, but it just wouldn't unravel. So everyone is going for instant locks. But the question is, how many people are doing dry? But it's another technique that can bring massive hair loss if mm-hmm. not done properly mm-hmm. to someone's mm-hmm. locks dry. Because if you're doing the Treasure in pulling, you're going to breathe the hair. If you're you're missing out in space, you're going to create a gap that never gets locked. I mean, there's so much. You just have to knowing the right hair texture to apply it and sections too to apply it. And then we're all good. But to each his own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I actually personally don't favor the method. I love the technique in repairing locks. I think it's a very use, useful technique for repairing locks. 
yeah. but you know sometimes you kind of have to I've learned a lot in the business to be able to listen to my clients because um, whilst I don't favor the method personally it doesn't mean that it is not useful to somebody else and I think one of the drawbacks for me in the method you know you have mentioned it as a blessing and a cost and I feel like you you rightly said that I think that's a very good way to say it because there's the benefit of jumping a few steps ahead and then then there's some of us I don't know maybe because we went through the process I almost feel like even if I need to cut my hair to an afro and start all over again I would personally not mind experiencing the unraveling of my palm rolling and having it you know I feel like that is the experience of loss and you kind of cheat yourself so I'm just stating the reasons why I don't necessarily favor instant loss I feel like you cheat yourself but then again, for me, I mean, I've been almost 15 years locked. Mm-hmm. I've been through the process. So, I mean, big mm-hmm. option for you right now. It's, it's a necessity because I know you, you oh, rightly said that your bigger <laughs> locks are obviously easier to manage um, yes. with, with the instant locks, which makes a lot of sense. Exactly. I think the, the, the technique is fantastic for lock repair. Um, yeah. You know, and I haven't really practiced this technique um, so much. I'm looking forward to using it as much as I can. But the one thing that bothers me about it, because you said any method as well, actually, if somebody should palm roll your hair too tightly, even if as simple as palm rolling is, it can yeah. cause you serious damage and headaches. Exactly. So there, if you don't do it right, there, there's a, there, there'll be a, a repercussion to it. But my, yeah. my ponder about the instant locks is when you have the crochet hook, because that's what it literally is, you're using the crochet hook and you're literally matting the hair together by yourself. Our hair is in such a way that there are fine strands. And I wonder, this is more of a question than a critique even. Uh, and this is just something I really wonder. Now, when you are tugging that hair back and forth, what is what are the chances that you are breaking those hair strands? And you're literally just now taking hair that was supposedly healthy, that could have been down the body of a locks and they're just cutting them into small small hairs and tucking it together and thereby decreasing the integrity of the of the structure of your hair itself and not just carrying like you're, you're carrying your hair but you're almost carrying it as extension this is a wonder for me uh and since i haven't used the method that often i'm wondering if you can shed some light on on your experience based off of what i'm saying okay now I, I, I use instant locks on, on clients and I use on my own locks so I think mm-hmm. I can have and I, I'm, I'm, I'm on a good standing to think mm-hmm. I mean, I'm answering your question mm-hmm. it goes back to me saying it's about you knowing how to use the skill properly you're using a micro needle right it's 0.5 uh, 0.5 mm 0.6 mm um my hook, which yeah. most of us, most people call it a knitting pin. Mm-hmm. But now it's much more tinier. And the whole reason why that size is permissible because it talks at the, it's able to hold on to the individual strands and pull them within themselves in the inner matrix to form a lock. It's like you're, you're creating an, a tangle. You're pulling, gently pulling it. You see, most of you, you see a lot of things being done on, on Instagram. You're just saying, chap, chap, chap. Mm-hmm. And when you hear those sounds, you're like, oh my gosh, this hair is all gone. 
Mm-hmm. But guess what? The reason why that is happening is not necessarily that the hair is being cut off, but that, for one, instant lock is best done on dry hair, mm-hmm. which is also a danger because most times you're expected to um, manipulate your hair while damp, not mm-hmm. dry. Mm-hmm. So if once somebody is so careless enough not to understand that, they break the hair. And mm-hmm. without it, in fact, I haven't had any experience of hair loss because I mean I've I've worked on my hair I still have the same even even um, structure yeah and everything where you would experience a possibility loss and it would be so evident is when you see a thinning along the shaft of the clock if it's not done well because it's not as I said you're pulling the strands in within mm-hmm. themselves you're not just cutting it and bringing it out to the other side and pulling because we are, we are trying to work with these strands like threads and we are mm-hmm. pulling it in. If you put, if you if you don't understand that you're pulling it in and not necessarily pulling it out to the other side, you might find yourself breaking hair. It can happen. But even if, if this is not to say there won't be. Most times I'm done with crocheting and I see little little strands of hair on the floor. I'm not bothered about that. Why? Because it's already been said that we lose a hundred strands of hair a day, right? Mm-hmm. We have we lose a hundred strands of hair a day. So I'm looking at it that okay, this is. I, when I palm roll, some hair will shed. It's not necessarily that it's because mm-hmm. of the instant lock that the hair is all cut. I'm not out to cut, but I have witnessed people that claim they've been to the loctician that instant locked their hair. And they come to my hair like, what was done? But you see breakage everywhere. You just see hair splits. You see, there's nothing has been done because this will go to YouTube and just them putting the pin and bring that chum chum chum. They don't understand what is trying to be achieved, and that's where the damage happens. Everything goes wrong when it's not done right. right. Instant loss, even if it were even Pamroni as you rightly said, hair loss can occur if, if it's, it's done not done properly. Yeah. It's just people understanding everybody is instant locking now. The pain is everywhere. Everybody I mean it's it's amazing. But well so everyone would sometimes experience would be the best teacher. <laughs> but fortunately is <laughs> also a late teacher. Yeah. Everyone is instant locking. Everybody wants to Watch the process, watch just, and then there are people just because of terminologies, people are mixing up what they are actually doing. People go in and say, Okay, I want the. Because when interlocking is instant lock. I say, Okay, I, like, I don't want to work with. What, sometimes it's quite confusing look, using terminologies to define what you want because I find that most people have an idea. Some people come and say, oh, I want to crochet. I, I, I say, Okay, what technique have you been using so far? And they say, I've been crocheting. It's the instant lock, but then again, it turns out that it's interlocking because most times it's always interlocking because they're actually using a crochet and latch hook. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, so we're now getting it. You're, what you're having done is interlocking. So, oh, okay. So, nobody, look, technology just gets people confused, but the practitioners themselves should be able to discern the differences. And then, if they cannot, there's nothing wrong in saying, I can't offer this service. I don't know how to do it. Before I started interlocking, I didn't. I would say I don't know how to interlock. I would not interlock. But like, so you learned how to do it. Yeah. I understood it, and I, I was able to apply it and then discern when not to use it and when to use it. Perhaps that time I don't. But nobody, everybody is. I can do it. Watch a few videos on YouTube. They are doing the pin in and out, pin and out. And they don't understand what they are trying to achieve, and that's where the damage comes in. Okay. Other than that, I think on its own, it's not necessarily a hair damaging technique unless done wrong. Okay, now since we're talking about um, the rave of of the times, 
I think the latest thing is also I, there's a question I get a, a lot. <laughs> you know the funny thing. Yes, you are very right. There's a there's a lady who came into the salon. She had retouched her hair like the day before, and she was she came into the salon and said she wants to lock her hair. And I was like, okay, um, you're going to need about a year because you look like you just retouched your hair yesterday. She's like, yes. And then she, she was like, yeah, but I want this style. And she goes on our Instagram page and she points out a style to me. And I painstakingly had to explain to her that that hair was that person's hair. <laughs> and that for you to get that style, we first have to grow your hair, lock your hair. You have to do the work. Then we can style your hair that way. And she accused me of false advertising. She said that, why did I put it on my Instagram page if I could not do it? But but it was, she, she could hardly understand what I was even talking about. But yes, lock extensions is now what everybody's doing. And there's a very popular person on Instagram who has been doing like miracle, very realistic lock extensions. And then, you know, I see these things and they are beautiful. And sometimes I wonder personally that am I just being kumbaya, trying to be old school? Am I not moving with the times and not necessarily embracing this thing for what it is? And, you know, you know I, have a, I have a perspective. Let me write it down. So I, I want you to share your own perspective on this issue. And then I'm going to speak to some of my my feelings, personal feelings about what extensions mean. So please go ahead. What do you think about lock extensions? Look, Adi, the honest truth is that everyone is into this hair industry, locks industry, anyhow, for various reasons. Mm -hmm. Some people are just into cash out, right? Mm -hmm. And the honest truth is that, I don't know, me, I'm in business to be sustainable, to be there for the long haul. I'm not in business just to be a one-time wonder and go off. And that's what what social media is doing to people. There are they are giving people what they want. They are seeing it and they're like, oh, bah, bah. and you can't be you can't be anything for yourself. And it's safer being yourself. I mean, you don't agree with something. There's nothing wrong with it. I personally, you see what extension I run away from them <laughs> because I, for one, think okay, yeah, they claim they want lock extension to add length, but they want to instantly start styling their hair. I'm mm -hmm. like, what? Why are you having locks and you think locks just about styling? It's always about that added length to draw so they can when they swing their head to the left and to the right and the wind goes and all that. I'm like, okay. So everyone is giving everybody what they want. But how sustainable is this thing you're doing? For one, they call it human hair extension. We're not going to talk about you know, we have this one of people that cut their locks in nineteen twenty five and they want to attach it in twenty 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 one. That's one is oh no. Okay. Let's sit down and let's talk about these lock extensions. Why? People opted for lock extension, uh, okay, as an alternative to having to buy, if you know, they buy locks. You cut your locks, you sell it. People buy it. There was a time when in South Africa, they were raiding people, they were mm -hmm. harming people to cut their locks. They were stealing locks because it was like a black market, it was in the black market, it was hot on the foreign exchange. Why buying it? <laughs> so when lock, when lock extensions were introduced, people were excited about it because one, it doesn't belong to anybody. So if they say, Suppose if you carry this person's locks and put on your head, your destiny will change. <laughs> so, lock extensions will like, ah, Utopia, go, let's do this. Oh, we can actually have our own. We can have it all be thing. Anyhow, we can just say we want this, this one, and it's done. But guess what? No matter how these lock extensions are, and no matter how it's that human 
lung extension is not hair. It's not hair. And the only good thing it has over locks that have been cut off is how long longevity it's, it, lo it lasts longer than naturally cut locks because it's been chemically treated, it's been altered somehow. Mm -hmm. But the weight, the weight is something else. I'm yet to see somebody that has come with lock extension and I'm like, wow, I couldn't even tell the difference between your hair and lock extension. I've not seen it. Even the ones they show on the internet, I can see spots, the difference. But who cares? I'm looking at the weight. Lock extension, I won't stop you from having lock extensions if you have grown your own natural locks to a certain to maturity, right? And when I say maturity, I'm talking about 24 months. Now, because at that 18 to 24 months, your locks have gotten definition in terms of size. Mm -hmm. and it is compressed, it has condensed as much, all that is gotten this, this structure. So you can now actually, if you someone is expert enough to do the lock extensions properly, you have now can you can create the locks to 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 match that matured locks you have grown. But you see people now they are starting here. My age, they don't start locks today and I'm crying out loud. How do you give a child a bucket of water to carry, a baby a bucket of water to carry? It's not done. For one, look, there's so much English on the internet, facts, the log ratio, and I'm looking for crying out loud. Let's give ourselves a break. We start these locks not necessarily knowing how it's going to end up. That is the honest truth. No matter how expert you are, you cannot say that this section of locks with these dimensions will give this particular size of locks. You can't say that. You can just hope for the best and so let's work safely. This this could be like this. But you have people from the day one, they, they do a section, okay, half by half. Then that's okay, they, they do some calculations, okay. This is the size of locks we put on this lock. And at the end of the day, you find out that this the, the locks are too heavy for the strand. It's yeah. bigger, it, it doesn't go, I mean it's just there. It then it, sometimes it might not even, if if it's not reinforced properly as the client goes on, it might actually fall off. Somebody came to my my salon and she 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 had this lock extension. She didn't have lock. She was going to her second session, and she couldn't go to her uh, lock shop in Ikeja. So she came to me and she called me and I was like, okay, I don't know. Let me see how I can fit you in. She came and I didn't know she had extension. And when she came, I saw this lady. Her hair was like baby soft. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was low density, and I'm like, if you saw the weight, the, the, the locks that were put on her head in terms of extensions, and five of them have fallen off. Then the others were hanging on to their life. They couldn't, they were just holding on on a strand of, and I'm like, I, I'm sorry, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't handle your hair. She was like, I'm why now? You have spoken highly of, I'm saying, I'm sorry, you need to go to who installed this to continue. But I don't care anybody's wahala. Because I saw the, the problem, I saw the trouble. She said, what happened? And I said, your hair can't carry the weight of this extension. Why did you start the extension? And the doctor said that it will help my hair. Help your hair out. See? Logically, a baby crawling will not drive it. I mean, these things can't carry this weight. Why? Your hair is falling off. I don't have to show her pictures of people of locks that have started cultivated, starting with like almost like soft baby hair that didn't have that kind of density, and then boom, the hair blossomed in yeah. a year to a year and a half, and she was like, "Wow, so my hair could become." I said, "Yes." Yeah. The right nurture, the right. People. You don't need this. She said, "Okay, well, I'm here. You have to do something." I said, "Look, I'm doing this." Full knowledge that you know that this is what I've said. So tomorrow you won't call me out and say, eh, I touch your head here. Yeah, it's not me that did this hair. So I'm like, I didn't, I wasn't comfortable with it. Why she she actually won't have this fit to her husband. No matter Madame anything can do for her, do for her. And I we twisted her and then they interlocked the roots. Oh she my god. 
So that made it even worse. It would have been better if they if they, they used instant locks or even palm rolled it. Oh, way, I'm palm rolled the roots. They interlocked it. In fact, it was a nightmare to see. I was like, the next thing, a week after, she said, Madam, I want to take this all down. I said, Pretty. Say yes. I said, then you have to. I will do that. She said, no, you have to help me. I don't want to just cut off the lock because I know how much I spent. And this is a lot cheap. They're not cheap. I know how much I spent on this um, um, uh, this section. Especially, I intend to keep them. I said, Madam, there's no section of hair you cut unless you want just 20 locks on your head that would match up with that extent, extension. Don't bother. Trash it. Yeah. Yeah. So agree with everything you said when it comes to lock extensions and I feel like personally this is an issue that plays a lot in my mind I speak within my smaller circles but I think this is a good opportunity to put it out there I feel that as Nigerians most of our problems are that we don't look inwards and with the natural hair movement it almost seems like we're beginning to look inwards because if you have the price or the, the amount of money that we spend it as a whole, as a country, in extensions, um, both um, the one, the attachment and extensions and weaves and all of that, it is ridiculous. If all of that money, if, if all of that money is invested into our lives, ourselves, our environment, our own ecosystem, it will be more fruitful. And to think that all of this money is going out, and in a way, nobody really makes the connection that when you buy Brazilian hair, you have enriched Brazil. When you buy Indian hair, you have enriched India. When you buy any other type of hair, you are most probably enriching China. When you choose to have your own hair, you are saving that money to enrich Nigeria, exactly. <laughs> simple and short. But then they are not tapping into the vanity of women. The yeah, vanity yeah. Of, it's just yeah. So I, I feel like there's another angle, and there's another that that for me, I feel that that should be a personal like interest for why you should want to really keep your hair natural when it is natural, and like let's stop using misusing our money. So that that's the first thing, and there is some benefits. I don't think there's anybody who has grown their hair. Um, their locks from when it was, even if it was long, loose, natural hair that have watched their hair cultivate, that can't tell you one or two things that they discovered about themselves, their nature, their ability to be patient. You know, so yeah. there's so much value that comes from something that is so insignificant. So before we start looking for things that are too long from, from, from short to long in 10 seconds, from, you know, lose her to instance in two seconds before we start looking for all these shortcuts can we just step back and just kind of uh, take it to a little bit of a deeper level I, I i feel i really do not like conflicts controversy and i feel like you know my producer has said that i have not been asking some questions so i'm bringing up some issues the way i really feel them and trying to be a bit more opinionated about the things that i feel and 
So I, I really feel like this is an opportunity. If you can watch your own hair grow, you are most likely going to be able to grow something else in your life with more dedication that would produce more fruits. You know, I, I just feel there's a connection there and I feel like we shouldn't miss it in the bead of just trying to change our hair. Like most people who are spending all this money on, on all sorts of extensions don't even have it. <laughs> Okay, so that, that, that means that you see, basically, I always encourage, if I always encourage my clients that they should keep pictures mm-hmm. of their locks journey from start to where they're going. Honestly, most times when a client uh, gets to a uh, year anniversary, I'm like, wow, your year anniversary, and if you're, you're a year old in the locks journey, this is where your, your, what the locks look like when you started. And, and this is where you're at now. She's like, wow, mm-hmm. how did I get here? You know, and they will say, if locks don't teach you patience, I know now I now know plants have to teach you patience. <laughs> a lot of patience. But they say if locks don't doesn't teach you patience, no, nothing else do. They say if uh, trust a woman with locks because she knows how to be loyal. I would say locks, having locks is like a relationship because your locks is one part of your body that will tell you about different times of your life. As in, I don't know how, let me, let me how to say it. Okay, for instance, I can see a, a lock, just a single lock of mine, and I can say, oh, this is when I had my baby. Because mm-hmm. it was thinner at that spot when I had hair, was part of hair loss. Oh, this is when I was so stressed because there was hair loss. I mean, and this is where my hair was. I was relaxed. My hair is. I mean, you're not. You see, I could see a lock and say, "Oh, you actually have had three people handle your hair." Because I'm seeing different. Oh, you've. I can tell a story. Yep. Just looking at a lock. Yeah. That's the honest truth, and I am that deep. So and people are like, "Oh, how do I say? I can see a change here. This this person." So there's a story to tell with your lock. If you're paying attention, I'll tell you that your lock tells you stuff. But most of us are in a hurry. If you, you use something today and you think, oh, it's not working, toss it. I said, look, give it time. You have yeah. to observe and say, oh, how, how, did, it, how did your lock take it? You applied, how did it react? And okay, it wasn't good. You you don't just treat that. That's how you used to call the hairstyle. I said, you use the hairstyle. I think it's sweating, sending you. Just spread it out. You don't care. It's just, but the locks will tell you when you are doing something wrong, when it's not happy. I don't care whether they, they say it's dead hair or me that dead hair. I think your hair is not dead on the day. It's not dead. It's actually not dead. Let's not deceive ourselves. It's not dead. It's not dead on your head. It's not dead. You can still nourish it, grow it, groom it. It's not ah. dead. Okay, so believe it or not, we've almost spoken for about 45 minutes. And I wow. usually, yes. You know, the, the irony of this whole thing is when I decided to do the Meet the Expert series, I was like, my previous. Um, Season was too long. I'm going to try and do this in 30 minutes. But trust me, everybody I've spoken to, I've spoken to. <laughs> so I've stopped fighting that battle. There's one big topic that I want us to discuss before we round up, and that is color. Yes. So <laughs> I can hear some resistance in that. Yeah. Okay, so let, let me go first with this one. Let me actually go first. Okay. So I advise all my clients. I was like, you have to choose. If you want long locks, don't bother with the color. If you know that vibrant, colorful hair is more important to you than length, then go with the color because eventually that hair is going to break. It is already like damaged from the point you color it. So be prepared to lose it no matter how you condition it of course the more diligent you are 
where you choose to color your hair and you're diligent about moisturizing it, the longer you'll be able to hold on to it. But the truth is, um, from personal experience, and this is funny, and I think, you know, you kind of have to learn things. And thank, thank you to all the lock stylists out there that touched my hair before I started my business because they they showed me all the things that I didn't want and I, all, all the questions that I had hopes they would have answered are the questions I tried to answer for my clients today and all the things that I hope that you were telling me, even if we had agreed to put coffee and toothpaste in my hair, I would have appreciated that you told it to me first, you know, so that by the time my pillowcase is staining, I would know. So, <laughs> so I, I'm happy. So the first time I bleached my hair, I bleached my hair before I started my business. And um, I wanted I wanted color in my hair. But I interestingly didn't want it everywhere. I didn't want the gold tips. I just wanted light brown random strands, which is what I did. And um, it came out well. It looked beautiful. But like a year into having the color, I noticed that the ones specifically that were colored had started to become damaged. They were weak. They were chopping off. They felt different from the ones that had not been colored. And that's when I started to feel like, oh, it is like this color has something to do with what is happening with my hair. And then in practicing, I have seen it over and over again that you have to forfeit something, you know, when you choose to color your hair. And you kind of have to, first of all, make that choice. You can't eat your cake and have it. So you know what you're going for and be prepared more than anything else to take care of your hair more, especially after you've put in the color in it. So that's my take on color. So Chiaka, what's yours? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone, my followers, my clients, you know me that I'm totally anti-color. Anti that's how you want to call it. I'm anti, I'm against it in all my whole. But this does not mean that I am one. I try to discourage as many people as I can to not color their locks. But then I get to meet people that say, come, color gives me life. Color yeah. makes me wake up every morning and say, wow, I look good. And I mm-hmm. say, okay, no problem. Your own is to color your hair and your own is to take care of it as long as I can until it dies. Mm-hmm. But then again, because the honest truth is that I have, I have t- I've t- tried a number of times to try and put, uh, I've gone for a training, I've mm-hmm. done a lot of research, trying to understand why I should color locks. Because I'm that kind of person that wants to respond. I want to be able to say something and stand by it. Mm-hmm. And I want to be able to take off any rest, anything that comes with it, I can I can deal with it. But color, it never gel with me. It never, it does not sound with my spirit. But then again, it doesn't stop anybody from coloring their hair. But as you have already rightly said, they should understand the repercussions. Mm-hmm. And they should be ready to like say, oh, it's time, you are dying, no problem, we'll give you a 15 very well and we move on. <laughs> but then again, there's always a safer way to doing something bad. Mm-hmm. There's always okay. a safer way. And most times I'm thinking, okay, you you, you want to color your hair. There are people that come to uh, contact me and they want to just start off their locks journey. And I ask, do you see color in your future? Do you think you would want to color your hair at some point in time? And they were like, mm, yeah, maybe the team can color. I say, okay, this is what would happen because if you're that kind of person that wants to start off your hair with color, I'll say, color your hair first before you mm-hmm. lock your hair. Mm-hmm. It's safer to color your hair before you, because then you're dealing with individual strands that can easily have the chemical washed off. Mm-hmm. But when your hair is locked, now it's an interwoven, it's an intertwined strand, uh, 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 composition of strands mm-hmm. that are, are formed locks, and then you put in all these chemicals. The honest truth is that I'm yet to see that person 
that will take enough time to wash that color thing when it's done its work out of your locks completely. And that's where the problem starts because if it's not washed out properly, no matter the tiny bit of color residue, whatever that is left in there, it starts corroding. It starts corroding your hair from within and then and then most people they have this now when I see people applying color and they are really squeezing the color into the lock. Please, why do they do that? Do the surface on the surface. You don't have to go inside. Once the surface is covered, you're good. But you see them squeezing it, and that's where the problem goes. You're squeezing it out, but when you wash it all out, the little less, the little less residue you leave in there will start corroding and break the hair. Now, we have people that will say, okay, I want to color just my tips. Mm -hmm. You color your tips, no problem. But guess what? It starts breaking up. It's not necessarily the color, but remember, your teeth are the oldest part of your locks. Mm -hmm. They don't have the strength as your roots. Then. So they would definitely, and they are very fragile. So they would, when they start falling off, not necessarily the color that is making it to fall off. It's just that it's the oldest part of your hair is bound to fall off. So no problem. Lock lock has never been for anybody that is lazy. Yes, we know the hair. When we've colored it, we bleached it. You have killed the hair. The cuticle is completely gone. There's no. All you just want to do is just. Be patting it, oh, don't worry, all will be all right until it finally dies. But then you cannot go into coloring your hair or dyeing your hair when you are too lazy to maintain it. And maintaining is not that we're telling that you're maintaining that you live a happy, I mean, happily ever after. It will eventually break off. But while they let it be healthy, and because coloring alone has stopped your hair composition, your cuticle is damaged, your, the, all the cuticles are opened up, you become highly porous. Highly porous means that your, your, your cuticles are lifted up. Lifted up and then it's as you, you, you lose moisture so fast you cannot hold on to moisture. The same, you lose it. So that means you have to keep on infusing moisture mm -hmm. into it. Then you have to do protein treatments because protein is out to close. I mean, close the cuticle. All those spaces that have been created caused by the damage of the chemicals. The protein treatment will just seal it up as much as it can and carry it along the way. People will not do that. They do. They will just leave the hand for enough. It's, it, I mean, if you can't do the time, don't do the right. That's what I see. Right. It's not. I, I, I personally see lots of color. Like, wow, I see colors. Wow. Nice. I for. But I have colored my locks. And I have experienced it. I don't need my teeth. And I said, no. I will not do it again. And then we have this thing of wrong practices. You are bleaching here. Fine. Bleaching. The whole purpose of bleaching is to lift your color. To mm -hmm. lighten your color. Because, I mean, any other color you want the natural color yes they want to just lighten it because that's the only way any other color can sit in because your hair is dark red will not show in your black hair so you're going to bleach it to make it lighter but guess what there are different levels of lightening your hair has to go through to accept certain colors our people they will bleach the hair white it's totally going to come into turn and it's not necessary it's just a little. Sometimes most people just do try and lock with this. That's why I refuse to enter. That's if I don't understand this thing well, but I don't go enter. Mm. So you see people, they don't, they don't apply the sham, 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 they preach there, but they don't understand what they are trying to achieve. There are different levels of lifting that has to go on to be able to. And then you can. So I've seen people that have bleached their hair perfectly well and they didn't have, they had minimal damage. They see, because if you, if you over bleach your hair, you lose the elasticity. Your hair, your hair kind of straightens out. You lose, yep. your hair doesn't okay, you, you lose your elasticity, everything is just dead here. It just it's over dead now. Right. It's like dead place, mildly, and they still have the spring to their hair. Their hair is still healthy. And they move on. And then people have the mistake of you've bleached your hair, you gotta bleach it again. Oh my goodness gracious. Because mm -hmm. honestly, 
once you've bleached your hair one time, it's just like you haven't permed your hair. In those days when you carry a relaxer all the way through, for what? I mean, you feel, once hair is permed, it's permed forever. It cannot be unpermed. So all you need to do is concentrate on the new roots that are virgin. You perm it the same way with bleaching. You can't go and be reapplying bleach to where you've bleached. It's been bleached, it's bleached. Right. And then you, you, you concentrate on the roots. But you see people overdoing these things, and that's when the more damage comes in. So color, if you can do the crime, the time you do the crime, no problem. And of course, as you have said, if you've accepted that, oh, I will love it as, as long as it lasts, then mm. all well and good. Yeah. Everybody's happy. Yeah. Chiaka, thank you so, so much. I think um, this conversation has been all-encompassing. I know that if they gave us another six hours, we will continue. <laughs> we will continue. But I think we have touched on some very important topics, how to try and choose a loctician that understands locks to be able to start your hair, the different types of locks that they are, the methods that we pre prefer over each other. We've discussed instant locks, we've discussed um, lock extensions, you know, and um, it's been an interesting conversation so far. And I think just like with the other experts I have spoken to, which their episodes will come out before this one, there is a real drive to say you've got to do the work. If you want good hair, you have to do the work, do your own research, you know, find people that work with you, that understand what you're saying. Um, I think the the what I tell my clients or what I always tell people, if you're, even if it's just a hairdresser, not loctician or anybody, once that person tells you, don't worry. If they're answering your question with the words, don't worry, you should be very worried. You know, <laughs> if your silence says, I explain the process first then we can trust it yeah you have to kind of do the time do your own homework and you will have long luscious locks patience is also something that is very 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 key and if you're going to color it i love your 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 statement i'm going to borrow it and steal it so if you're going to do the time if you're willing to do the time then do the crime so, um, yeah, I think we, we've covered a lot. I hope that there's going to be another opportunity for us to collaborate in this industry. And, you know, I enjoy the work that you do on Instagram. I love the patience that you have. I love the word that you put out there. I love it when you, you know, there are some times where I've seen a video that is completely ridiculous. And like maybe one hour later, I see it on your feed and I was like, oh, yes, <laughs> thank you. Please talk about it because I can't even deal. I can't, I can't deal with that. So, um, yeah, there are so many other issues that we could have talked on. Wrong way of interlocking. That one icks me to my, my stomach. You know, and there's also something else that we I was hoping would have spoken on. Okay, let, let's do people, it. Let's do it. Okay, in terms of um investments, in terms of naira and cobble in your hair, mm -hmm. you know, most people don't think. I mean, because everyone that holds a crochet pin is is called a loctician. Everyone thinks that oh, I shouldn't spend this much on my hair, and I'm thinking you're able to spend so much money on Brazilian weeds. Why do you find it difficult spending money on something that is so long-term as locks? Mm -hmm. it, mm -hmm. it irks me because I don't get it. And it, I'm not necessarily saying that because you're paying... I've had experiences of clients that spent good Naira in a, in a supposedly good salon and still had their head messed up. Yeah. It's not the money. As, as I would say, if you're talking to somebody that actually knows what they're doing, you will know. Mm -hmm. And when they person puts the price to it. I'm always encouraging people pay this person and then we have that peace. 
But most times you have people that are penny wise pound foolish. Mm-hmm. They go around and around looking for this is not just lost, not just this. And they go, I have I have chats on my WhatsApp that stems back to five years ago or four years ago. I keep my chats because that's my my way of keeping track on people. I'm always this confident that once one person has contacted me, the person is surely going to come back one way or the other. Mm-hmm. And then you have people that have contacted me three years ago. They wanted to start their love. And when I told them how much it cost, they were like, oh, wow, you're too pricey. And then they leave. Guess what? They come back three years after. Oh, I saw you on Instagram. My hair is so damaged. I want to repair. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, uh-uh, Irithi, are you here? Hello. <laughs> <laughs> you know me. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I said, yeah, we spoke three years ago. So finally, you went to where they put you up your hair. You're back. Welcome home. So what can I do for you? And yeah. then you find yourself spending what you ought to have not spent. I mean, you have people that go to salons every month. And then they come to me and I'm telling them, you don't need to come every month. You're coming, I'm putting you on this three months, two months. Especially when it has to do with the interlocking and technique. And I'm saving them money. When they calculate how much they would have spent, it's going every month. I'm like, people should wise up on spending money on their lot. They should, they should wise up. Because yeah. I mean, no good luck service should be cheap in my opinion. Because it takes time and a lot of dexterity. You cannot just begin to just overlook so many things if you are offering a good luck service. So it should be paid for. It's just the inside of the see on the side of the world that anything to do with hands is cheap. They think it's cheap, but everybody is doing it. I'm like, gosh, yeah. thank God I have borrowed sense to identify who my ideal clients are. I'm not mm-hmm. out to have everybody make me feel like, oh, I know the value I'm bringing to the table. So if you're not able to pay for it, and I'm sure that's the same for you, yeah. you know what you have to mm-hmm. offer. Give me, I'm giving so give me the, the naira equivalent, and you'll be happy, you'll be at peace. So people. Yes, yes, yes. And, and it's um it's crazy because um just speaking on that, you know, prices have to go up, inflation is crazy. Exactly. Unfortunately, uh, we are not producing exactly. a lot of our raw materials or even the uh-huh. ingredients that we use or the finished products that we use are imported. Yeah. And every day the exchange rate keeps going up. So yeah. at the end of the day, I think maybe we should all save on Save, save the money, leave the lock extensions alone. <laughs> leave <laughs> leave, wow. leave the one the other one, leave the, the wig alone and leave all of we that alone. Our own and and our yeah, own. Let, let's put the money back into where it belongs so so at least we have less and less need for important things that we don't really need. So yes, I, I completely agree with you. Don't be penny wise pound foolish. I'm also exactly. I personally I'm falling to that risk. I'm a, I'm a little bit of an alarm room myself, this personality. <laughs> so usually I'm always like, how much is this? Ah, I'm going to say, ah, let me just do it. My, ah, no, 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 no. But, you know, sometimes you have to kind of, if you're going to enjoy the service, you know, you'll be able to. And yes, I, I also agree with you on the point where, you know, you tell people that well, you're coming too often. Sometimes I have some clients who work in a bank who are very mm-hmm. conscious about their hair, yeah. their look, and they want to come mm-hmm. to you every week or every two weeks. And I'm exactly. like, your hair would not be, there'll be no hair left at the end of this journey. Please, exactly. please, and please, maximum once a month. And even in the once a month, I, my average preaching of once a month is because people can be very careless not to wash their hair on them by themselves. Mm-hmm. So at least, you should wash your hair at least once a month, at least Definitely. wash it. Definitely. So if that's what requires that you come to the salon, and I, I completely agree, depending on the method yeah. you are using, you don't exactly. need to come. And like I said earlier in the conversation, if you want to free form, don't even come at all. 
<laughs> so, like, you know, some people sometimes I don't like their mothers, but I tell them stay here. Or yeah. So some people tell me, like, in fact, Jack, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like it's a marriage we're in. Yeah. Sometimes I feel like you're more mm-hmm. than my mother. I said, I, you, I have to be friendly with you because I'm, I'm invested in this thing. I get to benefit from your success. So don't mess it up for me. Yeah. No, 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 go ahead. I just, I just remembered that we actually didn't talk about products. So I'm going to keep you oh. on for 10 more minutes. Because I think oh, there's no way I can let's, 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 let's do the products. <laughs> <laughs> so, I know because that... That's key. Everyone's about products. Yeah, products, products. yeah. I do have a, a product manufacturer who is a certified chemist who we spoke to on the podcast that kind of addresses it from a scientific point of view. But I do know that I'm sure you also get the same question. My locks are not green. What can I use? Um, you know, uh, I think another thing is there's a lot of itchy scalp problems that people tend to have and sometimes they feel like their locks are causing it there's also there's all sorts of things but in terms of products let me just start from the basic one because somebody put wax and, and toothpaste in my hair or toothpaste and coffee in my hair because they believe that that was going to lock my hair do you think that product locked the hair I'm, I'm i always have this mantra i say techniques and products techniques put your hair in the right position to lock and products put your hair in the right condition to lock. None of these things are actually the ones responsible for locking your hair. Neither the techniques nor the products. So people, the earlier people understand that, the more peace they will get. And I have preached this to my clients and they have peace with it and they can actually see that it is the truth. Everyone is fretting, fretting, fretting because of lack of understanding. If you understand the nature of hair itself, nature of scalp, skin, you will, and then how it reacts to the environment, it reacts to your hormones. So many things come to play to why you are having certain conditions with your, your locks. You don't want my, I want my locks to grow. And I'm asking auntie, how normally, before you started these locks, what was your growth pattern? I mean, if you don't have, everyone grows as an averagely half an inch of new growth every month. Averagely, that means you could actually be below average or higher average. And then you come and tell my hair, look, I'm looking at you, come, this is how many months ago, for crying out loud. There's no. So you, your, your pattern is your pattern, your hair growth. And then we forget that this hair, hair growth goes through a cycle of growth stage, red stage, all that, and, uh, and, 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 and um, what they call it, shed stage. If you don't have an understanding of that, because there's going to be a time that it's as soon as your hair is not growing, you don't like that it's at its, at its red stage. That's our part. Your scalp, you say, okay, the products, I want the hair to stay. I mean, that's what everyone goes for. Once they just say tight hold, extra tight hold. Oh my goodness, that market is selling. Same hold. What <laughs> they see hold, feminine, they are all for it. And I'm thinking, do you really think you're just creating barrier? Because this hair that you're trying to lock, as we all know, even if you don't comb, it's not me. I come to the understanding it's not even necessarily that it's when you don't comb your hair, you will, your hair will lock. Because I can't put up had their locks, their hair for one year they didn't lock their hair, and their hair didn't lock. It was, I mean, I don't believe in that that philosophy that when you don't comb your hair, partially it's true, but it's not. but then again, you have these products applied to your hair. It creates a barrier for crying out loud. You're a human being. Imagine you having to wear three uh, layers of shirts, and the weather is hot. You would throw them all out because you need to breathe. You need to have chopped up. It's the same thing with your hair. Why would you want to layer? Your hair needs to interact with the environment. Locking process also has to do with the environment. Your hair interacting with the environment, with everything you do. It has to smell the fresh air. 
these products are creating layers. And then if they're now worse off, products that are not water-soluble. Water-soluble is that they are lightweight. They can easily be washed off. Then there's a problem. But then most of these products that are so-called lux products, they tend to be one, they are synthetic. And then that synthetic cannot necessarily wash off because they are made from the same things that they used. I mean, this is how you came in, so no one should quote me, but this is my own understanding. The same things that I used to make your basic plastic materials, but it's just a minute version of, uh, layer of version of it, is what is used for the synthetic product. They do not wash off. If you take a plastic and burn it, burn it, it will never just dissolve or evaporate. There will be something left there. It's the same thing with these products. They just create a barrier. Your hair is not breathing. Your hair is not taking any moisture. And then you say your hair is breaking. Why won't it break? You have a barrier that is stopping moisture from entry. And then we are not going to go to your porosity. Your porosity alone is a determinant of how well your hair will take in moisture. Then you're not going to put product on top. Maybe somebody with low porosity. Low porosity that your cuticles are flat or tightly put together. That means they don't take in absorb, water easily. And if water cannot enter your hair, which product wants to enter that hair? So by looking at these things, you've not considered your body, you're not putting products, you are creating. This hair needs to be lightweight, it needs to breathe. So those products are not necessary. And as I said, products don't lock your hair. They mm-hmm. just put it in the right condition to lock. And what does your what what's the condition for your hair to lock? It should be clean. It should be moisturized. And then you're good. This hair, I don't just need to do wash and setting. Mm-hmm. If you go on the palm rolling level, because it's always the palm rolling people that have issues of oh, I want to hold my hair in place for long. I'm telling these people, when we did wash and set, remember, we will roll the hair, it's wet. We'll now roll it, we'll put it under heat, and it, it holds. Yes, we put some product on it to firm, but it's true that I've seen people that didn't spray it and they just rolled it. But the main fact that water and heat have come to play, the disulfide bonds, let me know if that's working, but this disulfide <laughs> bonds is the reason why your hair will maintain a particular shape at, for a period of time, as long as water doesn't touch it. But then again, this is not to say someone will pump roll. And have it retwisted. The basic key thing is having to dry adequately. And that is why I would tell people that that's the more reason why. Even if most people say I don't go on that dry, I say, but whatever it is, you style your hair. That style is not what to make your hair to lock. Your, that style is putting your hair in position to dry very well. Mm-hmm. So the disulfide bonds work well and keep your hair twisted. Some people are afraid to have that twist unwrapped because they think that it's the twist that is locking hair. But guess what? You can never know how much your hair has locked until you have washed your hair. But that is when. The shared strands you had, the strands you have shared, will come to play and form the tangle that makes your hair to long. It's not the product. People should get off thinking that, oh, I have to do so much. I, I have never, I, I used, to, used to use products, both for clients and myself. But the needs I got to understand build up and the effect it had, I said, what? What do I need it for? So now I have been winning people off the app for the past five years. I've weaned people off products and I'm saying, look, you just need a basic natural oil. Oil your scalp, twist your hair, let it dry properly, and then when you should keep a style in more than two weeks. Losing this hair, let this hair let down, it let it, let it, let it vibrate, let it feel free, let it breathe. And let it it's not the styling that exactly mm-hmm. just flow. And then keep your eyes, you know, some people are still looking at their, their, their base of their hair. Oh my hair is still unraveling, you know, their locks are picked up. It's a constant process. It's a constant process. You grow new hair, you grow new hair, your new hair has the same time, requires the same time to lock as the hair that is already locked. So it's it's a constant process. If they remember remember how they started their locks, how it went through that process before it locked, every new growth that comes on will still go through that process. Exactly. So why the hurry? And then people have to understand this new, this thing of people say, oh, I'm leaving my hair to be fallow. 
I'm letting to relax. I will not uh, retwist my hair for months. Please, they should stop deceiving themselves. When it's time to retwist your hair, go and retwist your hair. Because the more, the more growth you have, let me tell you, <laughs> for every one inch of hair you grow out, just about a quarter will lock per time, depending on how it's being groomed. Only a quarter of that one inch will lock per time. So people should stop letting, letting their hair grow fallow for so long because they want to stipulated time. The more consistent you are, if you're going to be a monthly person, maintain your monthly thing. If you're going to be a six week, well, you see that one of you used to be a monthly person, yes, you started doing it for four months. Ah, your hair will suffer. Mm-hmm. One person, if you're the person that your hair grows out of your lock, why there's so much talk about this lock thing? Grows out of your lock, grows ah ah. <laughs> so uh, definitely there has to be there has to be a comeback of this so <laughs> you, 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 be sure that I'm, I'm, I'm going to be inviting you to something else maybe the next time we we would have you on we would have graduated into a video podcast at that point but there is a lot to talk about there is a lot to talk about but i think in my perspective i I, I won't say i allow but i really love the medium of expressing oneself so when I understand what somebody wants to achieve from their locks, you know, you, you're able to guide them on that process. So if you decide that you don't want to retwist your hair for four months and why? Because you are tired of coming to the salon, it's giving you more peace, you like the way it looks, which is half um, locked and half unlocked. I'm like, by all means, as long as you are happy with the hair and you're not having any expectation that is not possible, then yeah, that's fine. So Chaka, it is with so much sadness that I have to bring this podcast to an end because I know that we're capable for speaking for 24 more hours. (laughs) But I have really and thoroughly enjoyed this. I'm looking forward to collaborating with you more in the future. And um, please keep up the good work with the the mantra, the the work you're doing on Instagram. I really do love it. I personally... Um, if I didn't have a business, I probably wouldn't be on, on, on the internet. So I am doing my best to show up when I can. So every now and then you see my face. I'm, I'm guilty as charged on that one. I'm also, I'm not afraid to leave myself to be at peace. I show up when I can. I don't stress myself. Yeah. So, but, but yeah. well done. You're doing awesome work. And um, it, it would surprise you that somebody in America sent me one of your posts. I think you had done it. I think the person was trying to test my knowledge. I remember you had done like, can you tell what method is which? And the person yeah. sent it to me, and I was like, yeah, this is interlocking. This, 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 that. This was like, oh, how do you know? And I was like, oh, where did you get this from? Like Chiaka. I was like, how do you even follow Chiaka? So, and, and he's bald, by the way. So you are reaching more people than than you even Aww. think. So well done, and yeah. um, thank you. I wish us both the best. And yeah. thank you very much for being on the podcast today. Let me allow you enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you, Ali, for having me. And I'm sure that I'll God give me life and keep me in good health. I will surely turn up whenever they arrive. Right? Thank you so much. All right. Bye. Take care. Bye. If you've gotten to this point of the episode, I'm glad you stayed on. I told you in the beginning it was going to be a very useful one. Well, a few things to remember. Doing your research is very important in choosing a loctician that will work for you in starting your locks and maintaining your locks. And it is ultimately your decision, you know, to make the choice of locking your hair and your loctician is only there to guide you. Locticians also agree that the comb twist method is the most favored for starting your locks and continuing on with the palm rolling method. 
it gives you the most luscious locks. Um, other methods are also available to you depending on your lifestyle and on your choices. You have to work with your loctician to choose what really works for you. We talked about other things in this episode, types of locks, methods of locking your hair, um, instant locks, um, products, and well, it was a fantastic one. I hope you did enjoy it. In our next and final episode in the Meet the Expert series, we'll be talking to a dermatologist. That conversation promises to be exciting and packed with tons of information. I would like for you to join me when it does come out, so stay tuned. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to the Talking Locks with Locksuit podcast. It has been such a pleasure being your host. My name again is Adi Balogu, and many thanks to our producer, Savage Media. To listen to previously published seasons and upcoming episodes in the Media Expert series, please don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. We are currently on Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, and Deezer podcast. You can also find us on YouTube and our RSS feed. We are the Talking Logs podcast. Also, please don't forget to follow us on social media. We are at Locitude, L-O-C-I-T-U-D-E. And you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Until our next episode, don't forget to keep it locked with an attitude. Bye.